Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Wait, do you think that do you think that the listeners can tell that we're both wearing blazers? I hope they can because because mine is velvet and yours is sequins. So that yes. is Oh like, my god, wait. Velvet and sequins if we ever start a uh, a band. I was Yes. Velvet and sequins. Velvet and sequins. That sounds like hey, remember hey. do you remember that um hymnal silver and gold? I'd rather have a Jesus than I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. You know that song? No. No, no fame or I fortune. Do, I, I just, don't. I don't. Well, I, I laugh because I'm a heathen. And, and <laughs> I, whenever I go to like a funeral or anything, everyone's like, open the hymnal. Everyone knows the song except for Delon. Oh, Irony, he's a yeah, singer. No. But I also laugh because like, oh, I want the silver and gold. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. I'm good on that song. Well, to me, yeah. when I heard Velvet and Sequins, it just made me think of that silver and gold song. And I was like, that's a that's a song. And do we do? A, is it like Velvet X Sequins? Like that's how we. That's how we look <gasps> yes, like going how. Like, yes, yes, yes. Or like Velvet slash Sequins or something like that. You know. Oh, I yeah. want us. I want the. I want us to actually create that faux band like a Christopher Guest like. Uh, kind of like we take ourselves very seriously, but it's oh, all ridiculous. One thousand, br- and we always wear jumpsuits. And my jumpsuit ah! is is sequin, and your jumpsuit is velvet. Yeah, I love it. I'm also sweating my ass, off. <laughs> sweating my whole ass off. When I get up from this chair, it's going to be talking about a snail trail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hot as hell in this jacket, okay? Ooh, wait, wait. No, no, no. Uh, no listen, no. I, listen. 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I hate you for that. Uh, let me fix it. Hello and welcome back to Let Me Fix It, the podcast that says, if you give a mouse a cookie, it'll probably eat it. But if you give Gwyneth Paltrow an Oscar, she'll definitely use it as a doorstop. <laughs> <laughs> I am Delon Grant. I'm an actor, a singer, a photographer, and a writer. And I'm Francesca Ramsey. I'm an actress, a producer, a writer, and former graphic designer. And yes, class, you heard that correctly. Gwyneth Paltrow, the Nepo baby and inventor of a candle that, quote, smells like a vagina, is using her <laughs> Oscar that she won for 1999's Shakespeare in Love as a doorstop. What a beautiful Academy Award. My doorstop. <laughs> It works perfectly. That little gold man is currently outside freezing his bald little head off <laughs> as he is propping open the gate to the garden in her house in the Hamptons. Now, that is just a sentence full of privilege. I mean, dripping, dripping <laughs> like a vagina almost. <laughs> if you if you know how to work it. <laughs> you better talk about it. You, better you know talk what about I mean? It. Not, every, not everybody's gotten that what. 
some of y'all some of y'all like what is a wop <laughs> i've never Literally. i never experienced that well <laughs> you better go back to the drowning board now of course that trophy is miss goops and she mm. could do whatever she wants with it but in the spirit of doling out accolades that will soon be forgotten this week we are launching the inaugural let me fix it glow up award oh come on that's right today we are blowing up our segment the glow up our favorite segment into a whole ass episode and spotlighting the moments this year that didn't need our point of view or our perspective to shine. So obviously, we will not be able to reflect on all of the things that happened in 2023. So if we missed something, if there's a glow up you think that should get their shine that we just didn't add to the list, please drop us a note at lemmefixitpod at gmail.com or shoot us a DM at at fixitpod on Instagram. Fran, okay? Here, I know you have a bunch of accolades at this point in your career. You know, you've written for multiple award shows, Black Girls Rock, Emmys, the Oscars. But when you were younger, did you ever dream of like holding an Oscar and and winning one of the major or one of the any of the major entertainment awards? Because we also know she sings, y'all. You know, she sings. Okay. Um, (laughs) Did you ever look in the mirror and say, I want to thank the Academy? Ugh, are you kidding me? You know, I have a Google Doc ready. I have I have notes. I have an awards shelf in my office. I actually remember being backstage at the Oscars and a guy went past me with a giant cor- cart of like 50 Oscars and I swear I moaned. I was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't wait. I listen, she was a puddle. She was a puddle. <laughs> wait, what'd you call it? A snail trail one time? <laughs> <laughs> Why is this episode so vaginal? It's juicy. We are it's we, juicy. we we have barely put the tip in, and we are just. <laughs> Listen, when it's I'm oh, my mind is you know me my mind is so dirty because it just is so funny. Learn to uh, turn the episode off. Turn okay, it off. Okay. Um, but all jokes aside, like why do you think we put so much value on that level of recognition? Because let's be real, like awards aren't everything, right? It's that part, okay. Because not only are awards not everything, but there are plenty of talented and successful people who have not won any of the major awards, especially if we won't talk about it, when we're talking about people of color, queer artists, basically any marginalized person who does not support the status quo. So it's not surprising when the establishment doesn't get them. But I think the reason it's so important or it feels so important is because so many talented people have won these big awards. And there's all this pomp and circumstance, you know, the raw emotion. You like me. You really like me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's that, wait, it's that Kate Winslet, when I remember she won her award for, I think it was The Reader, and she mm. gets up there and she goes, you don't, I don't realize I've, I've been practicing this speech since I was eight years old, but this used to be a shampoo bottle. And I was like, girl, me too. Me oh my too. God. Yeah, it's so relatable. And, you know, everybody's all dressed up, the decades long history. And it's really taught to us that winning a Grammy or an Emmy or an Oscar or what have you is the apex of artistic success. Fast True. forward to adulthood. Okay, and awards are cute, but professional Francesca is like, did the check clear? Okay, Okay. (laughs) the little gold man gonna pay my light bill. Because there are many award winners who have struggled after winning a prestigious award. Okay, like Billy Porter talking about he can't keep his, he has to sell his apartment. He just won an Emmy. 
it's it's not the end all be all. We really do live in an era of superlative culture that's really more focused on who is the GOAT, the greatest mm. of all time, instead of the work and the sacrifice that it took for a person to become the GOAT. Okay. Talk about that. Talk mm. about that, right? Making a living as an artist just like isn't enough anymore, right? You gotta damn near be a egot. You know, to have your work and, and your like your person validated for, for those who don't know class and EGOT is an artist who has won all of the major four entertainment awards. So an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar and a Tony. A little bit of a factoid. A lot of people credit the TV show 30 Rock with with putting EGOT into the zeitgeist. But it was actually coined in 1984 by a black actor. It's relevant. Philip Michael Thomas. Thomas used to be, uh, was best known for uh, playing Detective Ricardo Tubbs on the original Miami Vice. Ironically enough, though, he he didn't win any award. (laughs) Wow, that is... That's so interesting. I feel like he should get an honorary EGOT. I hear that. I hear that. He's still with us. Let's give him that. Absolutely. Another factoid, there are only 18 people who have actually achieved EGOT status. That is really surprising. I mean, on both ends, because I guess I didn't have that number in my mind, but I'm like, mm-hmm. that feels like a lot and maybe not enough. At the same it time. feels like a lot, but also low. How is yeah. that? I know, not us having like a factoid off, okay? Um, <laughs> how many people can you name who have EGOTs, Fran? Okay, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, duh, mm-hmm, Viola mm-hmm. Davis, John Legend, and um, didn't Jennifer Hudson recently become an EGOT? Yes, yes. She she kind of bought her way into the club, though, with that producer loophole. She was a producer on the Broadway musical A Strange, Strange Loop that won the Tony Award for Best Musical in 2022, also the Pulitzer. Okay, I have to push back just a little bit. Is it really a loophole? I mean, sure, she was not in the show belting her face off because we would have remembered. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we would have remembered. And she was... <laughs> I am telling you. They're like, Jennifer, please. We we all need to leave with our eardrums intact. <laughs> um, okay, so she wasn't on stage, but her name did help the show get to Broadway, right? Legit. Like, Legit. It's one of those things where they open doors for other people. One thing that I thought was really interesting is that... Robert Lopez, the composer of Let It Go, Let It Go, (laughs) he is the only person to be an EGOT twice over. I'm not twice over. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, folks out here saying, I got got. Robert said, I'm an EGOT, EGOT. (laughs) (laughs) That's ridiculous. Robert, we need you to calm down with all of that excellence. I mean, come on. Save some for us. Thank you. I'm trying to be you when I grow up, though. Okay? I can't wait. Are they running out of EGOTs? Are they on (laughs) set? Like, why do you have two of them? How do you have two? Insane. Oh, my gosh. Well, listen, who knows? Maybe you will win something this episode. So without further ado, let's dive into the inaugural Let Me Fix It Glow Up Awards. So since we are such word nerds here on Let Me Fix It, I think we should start off with word of the year. But before we do, in September 2023, Miss Merriam-Webster Dictionary added a whopping 690 new words to the dictionary. And a few of their additions are an amazing example of how culture dictates language. Mm. The word zhuzh. Finally made it into the dictionary. I didn't know zhuzh 
was a real word. It is a real word, and it means a small improvement, an adjustment, uh, or in addition to something that improves the overall look and taste of something. And I love a zhuzh. Okay. It is, it is very fun to say, but zhuzh is also a noun and a verb, bilingual. You can add zhuzh. Or you can zhuzh something up. <laughs> Wait, would you hear? When I hear zhuzh said that many sounds, it, it sounds like a French person trying to say the word judge. You know? Um, yeah. I would like to talk to the zhuzh. The zhuzh, zhuzh, zhuzh. Zhuzh, I am not happy with, with, with the sentence that you handed down, zhuzh. Where is the zhuzh? Where is the zhuzh? <laughs> well, this also made me laugh in, in the words that they added to the dictionary. They also added bussin to the <laughs> dictionary. I don't know why I say it like that. You have to say it like that. It's, it is mandated, yes. <laughs> it's defined as the adge- an adjective of African-American English slang, meaning extremely good or especially tasty. But one of the, the examples of how to use the word in a sentence is a quote from Twitter. This Medicare for all bill is bussin, bro. No, that sounds like <laughs> that. A black person did not say that. <laughs> no, no, they did not. They did not. Also, I kind of want to hear that TikTok narrator voice do it because that would crack my shit up. Medicaid for all is bussin. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guess. You know what? That's a whole snap, snap, snap. Uh, <laughs> anyway, and here are the nominees for the Word of the Year Glow Up Award. First up is mid. Mid is it's not good or bad, but meh. I mm. love the use of mid. It's such like a vibey, like I'm not interested, perfunctory disinterest. Ooh, wait a second, something. perfunctory? Ooh, wait a minute, they, wait a minute. Uh, you ain't know. You ain't know. He knows some words, okay? Oh my God! You better use some words to okay. highlight a word. He reads some stuff. He's um, a reader. There's like some like disinterest, you know, but you it still has a point of view, right? Mm-hmm. You know exactly what I mean when I say something is mid. You know, I'm, it's not giving good or bad, so I kind of don't care. But yeah. I hope you do. You know, I love that for you. It's like so removed. I okay, love and not to get like too deep, but I also like the fact that mid feels like small like the the word itself is only three mm. letters and so like it's 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 a mid-sized word dare i Ooh. say is that you know onomatopoeia I... no that's the word that sounds like the word yeah. yeah it's just i don't know there's there's layers to it is it, it is a really good one our next nominee is quiet quitting which is technically a phrase, but who cares? This is our award show, and <laughs> we make you. the fucking rules, okay? <laughs> it is when an employee continues to stay at their job while putting in the minimum amount of effort to keep the job. Um, so they're just not going the extra mile, and it really has felt like we've all been quiet quitting. <laughs> life, in fact. <laughs> for like <laughs> the know? past few years, quiet quitting has been a whole vibe. I mean, for... the. Honestly, 2020 on, I feel like we've all just been like, well, I'm going to just show up where I got to show up and keep it pushing because something else is good. The other shoe is going to drop. Our next nominee is smithing. It's the practice of sending text messages to someone in order to get the person to reveal personal or confidential information. Now, I'm so Where did this? Is this a reference to Jada and Will telling us (laughs) all of their fucking business? (laughs) Wait, who is smithing? Y'all the better stop, smith, okay? stop smithing. I think the police use it a lot, which is not shocking. <gasps> oh, which is not okay. Shocking. Well, then now y'all know that one's not going to win. Um, okay. Our next nomination goes to Finsta, which is a secret or incognito Instagram account. Do eat? Do you have a Finsta? I don't have a Finsta. <gasps> Wait, the way the are you way supposed you to? Said are you supposed to t- <laughs> 
The way she, uh, do you? <laughs> the accusation of it. I do, I do not, but like, I feel, should I have one? You're not, I, you know what? And here's the thing. You're probably not supposed to ask someone if they have a Finsta because right, that defeats that the whole purpose. Like right. if someone knows you have one, then it's, is it really a secret? And also, why is it thin? Like, like faux Insta? I don't know what that. Oh, faux Insta. That makes sense. Uh, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't roll. It doesn't roll. Okay. The reason I don't have a Finsta is I would be afraid that I would accidentally post something on my real Insta that was supposed Ooh. to go on my Finsta. Yeah, you know, you know what? what I, mean? I do because I do this on our Fix It Pod all the time, and I have to delete a story because <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, that was a, that was my put it on mine, put it on mine. Put you know, thirst traps on the Fix It Pod mm. IG. Y'all are thirsty. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Um, next up, we have Acknowledgy, which is ugh, one of my personal favorites from this year. It's a portmanteau made up of, of acknowledge and apology. So instead of actually taking responsibility for something you've done and acknowledges just says, I acknowledge that you're upset. I see that you're upset. And I kind of, I've acknowledged it. it. That's it. (laughs) A perfect example of this is Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. When they got called out for their letters, they wrote to De (laughs) (laughs) We love a callback. Okay. Well, they wrote to uh, the judge in the Danny Masterson rape trial. Um, Way to end up. Love the word acknowledge. I I said it in my Drew Barrymore video and people started saying that I invented the word. And while I wish that I came up with it, I did not. I first heard it from one of my very favorite TikTokers, Culture Work. So shout out to her. And our final nominee for word of the year goes to procrastinate, mm. a word that I actually did come up with. Um, come heavy on the come. Ah! Uh, it's also a portmanteau. A combo of the word procrastinate and masturbate. It's when you have all sorts of things to do, but you do yourself instead. Oof, I was on that train today, but I was like, you're grown. You're grown. (laughs) Keep it pushing. It'll wait till later. Okay. Uh, And the Glow Up Award goes to... It's a tie? Now that's a first because also this is the first time we've ever had these awards. <laughs> so, um, acknowledge and procrastinate. Yeah. Oh my God. So good. Well, wow. Who are those judges? They I sound know. Smart and hot. <laughs> um, next up on the subject of portmanteau, you know, we had to give an award for portmanteau of the year. Now, for those unfamiliar, a portmanteau is a word blending the sounds and combining the meaning of two other words. And there's no need for other nominees because the winner is clearly Barbenheimer. Mm-hmm. Likely dreamt up by a studio assistant that was not being paid nearly enough. Uh, Barbenheimer was the cultural phenomenon surrounding the successive release of the films Barbie and Oppenheimer, and they single-handedly revived the double feature. So Barbenheimer, the glow-up goes to you. Uh, all glow-ups go to you for that, because that, when you you said that another on a prior episode, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I've never heard of that. It's kind of brilliant. so clever. It was so clever. Okay, our next Globe Award is same old celeb brand new face. (laughs) Now, we all know that plastic surgery is synonymous with Hollywood, like Donald Trump with indictments. So we wanted to do something different and acknowledge a celebrity whose brand new face has really settled to reveal a new version of themselves. Uh Before we dive in, we do have a slight programming note. We recognize that we exist in a culture with unrealistic beauty standards. We work in the entertainment industry where the pressure to adhere to those standards is endemic. Okay, so instead of speculating, all of our nominees have mostly admitted that they have had some work done. And we are just 
taken it at face value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving that to you. I'm giving that to you. She's a writer, bitch. <laughs> um, I, oh, God. Yes, we're taking it at face value. Hilarious. All right. So the nominees for Same Old Celebrity, Brand New Face. Delon, tell us the first one. Zach Efron. So uh, some people are, actually said this to some people I know, and they were like, he had his face done? I was like, "Where? what rock have you been under? Yeah. Um, he, he's talked about it. He's talked about it. Right. So there's a disclaimer. Zach Efron has admitted that he, he's had plastic surgery as a result of an accident. According to Zach, he slipped on a puddle of water at home and broke his jaw pretty severely. Okay, I do think that he probably fell and hurt himself. But jaw surgery is not giving you those those full lips. (laughs) Or them high cheekbones. (laughs) No, 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 no. Class, we're looking at photos of him right now. The brow shape has changed. I mean, he always had a very full brow. But the brow is kind of like softened in shape. Like it used to kind of go straight across. And now it's kind of like a more rounded and and arched looking. Yes. So pulling back of like the uh, the eye a little bit. Yeah, it, I mean his his face looks very different. And again, if he really did hurt his chin, and I, I believe that that did happen, but I think that he's letting that do some heavy lifting because the rest of his face has also changed. I would say, like, if I'm laying down on the table, listen, uh, you might as well give me the butt chin. Give me, you know, if we're going in, let's go in. Shit. I Yes. I mean, I guess you get that special edition. I mean, what, uh, you know, whatever. Is there a discount? I, I, I cannot blame him. Everybody has their insecurities. But I think what bothers me is people playing an playing in our faces, dare I say, mm, okay. and acting as if we don't see that other things have happened. Right. Right, right. Who's next, friend? Next up, we've got Madonna. Um, oh. And Jalan is is biting his yeah. lip right now. And I, if we had some discussion about putting her on this list because I said that, yes, Madonna's face has looked a little, would you like to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> but it looks better. It looks you, better. You brought this to my attention because when you said it, I was like, what are you talking about? I saw her face on the Grammys. I think a lot of us saw her face on the Grammys. And I was like, what happened? to madonna what did you do because it was like swollen and it was just clear the surgery just hadn't settled Mm -hmm. um because then i on twitter or x whatever it's called now she popped on was like look how cute i am now that the swelling from surgery has gone down so she's also admitted not i mean listen i'm not trying to give this white lady compliments but i love that she just said yeah i had some stuff done and i needed to like let it settle and it looks better. It looks great. I mean, she looks, uh, this f- picture we are looking at right now, she looks younger. She kind of looks like her daughter, oddly enough. Um, yeah. I mean, it's here's the thing that I think about a lot is that Madonna was always a beautiful looking woman. Yes. And so it kind of hurts my soul that she feels like she needs to do all this stuff because she would have aged naturally I think quite beautifully I think of like a Helen Mirren you know and you're like mm-hmm. she looks her age but she's still very stunning and very regal so uh, to me she didn't need to do any of this but taking a break and coming back with the the new face it's working I'm, for me it really has settled I mean the other thing about as we enter in 40s enter into our 40s right it's like 
the physical part of aging is the jarring part like the the settle of my brain the settle of my soul and my heart and my spirit is cute Mm -hmm. but the knees are just fucked up you know what i'm saying so like i'm uh, i I know we want to say age gracefully but i would push back and just say you know age how you want to age girl if you got the money go ahead go ahead i'm about to put botox in my back what is going <laughs> on with the back? My back Yo, hurts all the it, time. It, do you think it's because of your like your crouching? Because I'm having the same I, problem. I definitely have terrible posture, and I'm trying to stand up straighter. But I I don't I don't know what it is. But it always feels like I have a knot in my back yes, that I just yes. can't get out. I'm always like rolling and twisting and down dogging I, and rocking <laughs> and rolling and cat cowing. I'm doing all the. I did a little cobra. None of it is helping. I know. I feel, I feel, I'm so glad you said that because I feel the exact same way. I've always had great posture. And I think it's just sitting at a laptop that is like the, mm-hmm. the mid back is like mm-hmm. singing, you yeah. know? Oh my um, gosh. Unlike our next one. But, oh, well, next up, oh, this, this one hurts my heart. Our next nominee for same old celeb, brand new face is Little Kim. Delon, who, who is this? Who is this woman? Who is this white woman? And, and, I, it looks like she ate little Kim, like legit. Yeah. Like, and listen, I, I I know she's had like she's talked about dealing with like colorism and like Biggie making fun of her looks, and I'm sure all of wow. that's played a part in it. But she just she just looks so different. She looks. I mean, I'm gonna say it. She looks crazy. She looks yeah. crazy. I mean, it's it's because like the skin whitening and all of the surgery. I mean, to her credit, we're talking about her again, so I guess that's that's a benefit. But when yeah. you look, we're looking at pictures of her when she, she was, was a beautiful. black woman, and you're like, "Wow, <laughs> come on, she right?" Was. She's she was stunning. Beautiful. She's stunning. Did you um did you see the September Ebony magazine cover? Little Kim was upset. She took to Instagram and was very angry and said that they over edited this cover then the photo director who shot the cover was like "Mm, no little kim said she wanted to be in charge of the retouching and this is what we got and i mean she she retouches a lot of her stuff on instagram this cover is it looks like a cartoon i was gonna say it looks like it literally looks like a coloring book that someone shaded (laughs) in you know what i'm saying it's well it's heartbreaking because again we understand the beauty standards right we understand what it is and like you know we all you and i have our own issues with that right who doesn't but like for someone to be an an idol right someone that is like such a big figure that looms so large in society and in culture and music to like be struggling like this you're like oh man i wish i wish you had um, I don't know, a more of a resolve, you know? I know. And I will say, like, we'll we'll share some of these pictures on our Instagram story. Um, this picture that they included with the ebony cover, while she still doesn't look like the old little Kim, she looks better than I've seen her. Like it like like the makeup looks a little bit better. It's like yeah. I think what it what the problem was is she was doing all of these like harsh, the blonde, the light yeah. colored makeup, and it was making all of the work look very strange. Yeah. Whereas this, she's looking more like soft, glam, glowy, golden. And again, it doesn't look like the little Kim we grew up with. Right. But you're like, okay, like I I can understand that this is somebody I used to know. (laughs) Well, I would argue, I think we've just, to to the point of the award, it's just settled. And we've all just accepted. That's her new face. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, yes, yes. um, Next up, we have Renee Zellweger. So Renee is, just a disclaimer, Renee is one of these these actors, these Hollywood people that are saying she she just feels different. 
she hasn't admitted to any surgery directly, but I was watching her on, I forget what award show she was on. She was a little tipsy, but girl, do you? And I was like, who is that? Oh, who yeah. is that? Yeah, she looks I don't know what she's different. had done, but it's something. But again, that's what I love about this award. She's come full circle. She looks a lot better, I think. And maybe it was like the makeup was wrong also. It's like she looks like she has no brows and yeah. she's always had a hooded eye. But I think it's just like she looks really washed out and she must have just done something. But again, I, here's what I don't understand. Why don't people schedule their work around what work? Schedule your work around your work. This if is what I'm saying. you have to be on a red carpet, don't do something to your face right before the red carpet. We're not giving you shit for, for, for you know, tucking and pulling. Right. Do it if you want to. But, right. like, give yourself time to relax and let and, it settle. And don't be shocked when we're like, because <gasps> people get Madonna got frustrated because people were like, "Oh my god, it was talking about my face." It was swollen, girl. Well, then that's not a us problem. That's a you problem. <laughs> you think we were, you thought we were going to be like, "Oh yeah, that's fine." No, we're going to comment on it. That's part of why you, you the award show exists because we're talking about celebrities and Hollywood and all that stuff, right? Right. Um, it's such a strange choice. It is our next nomination, and this one don't eat me up class you know they're going to chew us apart <laughs> please don't we're going to try so hard to be delicate here but our next nominee is miss jackson herself janet jackson okay, i am for she, real she was an early adopter uh, of plastic surgery back in the 80s but her recent work again it's coming full circle it looks a lot better i'm curious was there a family discount because it does seem <laughs> like every jackson Got that same nose. That same nose. It's giving BOGO. Uh, yeah. Buy one. <laughs> get one. I feel no, I feel like Michael Michael just like wrote it into like he just bought the plastic surgery place. He's like, everybody come on in. Um, no, they all have the same nose. I feel like she did the least amount of work and it settled the most. Yeah, you well, know, she, of all well, of them. Here's the thing. My favorite version of janet's face is anytime any place that's the one that's the look for me i mean it's just very subtle she still looks like herself a little bit smaller nose the thin brows the high cheekbones Mm -hmm. but recently it has and again i think it's the makeup if you look at this one picture we've got Mm. in here the makeup is so light it's it's almost like too much contour it's making the nose look smaller yeah um and it's make it just i don't know i don't get it well and there's the cheek she we all know she had cheek implants and i think this was maybe she's had them replaced but like the photo we're looking at her the cheek implant just looks like a saggy bag Mm. and it might just be the angle it might be the makeup it might be the shot or the lighting or whatever but it just looks a lot you know um yeah but it looks but like i saw her she went to the uh victoria monet concert and she was backstage with victoria and they posted it on instagram and i was like okay miss jackson the face was looking good it settled she settled she looked great again she's had work we're, right. we're not disputing that but again it just it, it 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 really came back around and um 
it looked great. Yeah, you look great. You look great, Janet. She's in her mid-50s. Go ahead, get it, girl. <laughs> um, there were too many nominees, actually, for this award, so we do have some honorable mentions. Uh, my favorite honorable mention, y'all y'all know Joe Biden got some surgery done, too, right? <laughs> like, come on. You Why? know Joe Biden got a nip and a several tucks. Joe Biden was doing a press conference, and the skin was tight. Taut. Taut. Tight. And, and, and like you can see just like the way his eyes used to open to the way they open now, you know? Oh my uh, God, yeah. you could drop a penny on that face Boing. and it would Boing. <laughs> so tight. And again, so you knew you had a speech, Joe. Another person that we is an honorable mention is uh Courtney Cox. She had done a lot to her face. And then she actually, I saw an interview with her where she was talking about the fact that one day she woke up and looked in the mirror and was like, what the fuck have I done to my face? <laughs> and she started dissolving all of her fillers. And I just was honestly so um, impressed that she talked about the fact that when you're around a lot of people who've had plastic surgery, your perspective is warped. Yes. Everybody around you looks kind of weird and uncanny valley and she said she just didn't notice she kept doing little things here and there now she has uh dissolved the fillers i think she's also in her 50s yeah she looks great she looks like herself well because honestly courtney we were we were all going what did you do to your face yeah. for years i forget yeah the, what was the big show she had after friends it was called like milf or something or it was about it was she like lived in a cul-de-sac that's yeah, what i remember yeah. and, she and it was, was and people really liked it but like yeah. uh, she but was always was, like sleeping with somebody's daddy or something <laughs> like that <laughs> but it was that was the point where i was like wait what did you do to courtney coggs in her yeah. face um another honorable mention is lady gaga <gasps> and like mm, i know they're gonna come for us for this one too but the main we're complimenting in we're, star is born in star is born she looked wild she looked crazy like her face her fa it was tight but it was also like she wasn't moving her face oh right oh my god when he was like let me look at you and she's like huh <laughs> she looks and her face doesn't move <laughs> she, I remember she's getting out of some like uber car at one point and she's like supposed to be upset and i was like oh it is a statue uh, yeah. yeah. So another honorable mention. Fran, this other one is someone <laughs> you mentioned to me and I was like, oh, girl, I don't see it. I don't see it. But you, I, one day I texted you and I was like, girl, I see it. I see it. Nicole Scherzinger. Yeah. What has she had done? I don't, she got the mixed race special. She ah! is giving biracial butterfly. I don't know who she is. She looks so different. She really, really does. Okay, so now you know what the award is for. Let's go ahead and crown our winner. The Glow Up Award for Same Old Celeb Brand New Face goes to Madonna. Congratulations, Madge. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. And now that you've won an award, take a nap. You don't need to be on tour. You, you, can, you, can, you can take a seat. Oof, <laughs> you can take a yeah. knee. Because, I mean, listen... It. I hope when I'm your age, I, I I probably won't be, but I'm sitting down somewhere. I'm gonna sipping a mai tai. Okay. No, you don't. I mean, listen, and and not to say that the '70s is old, but she doesn't. You are an icon. You don't right. need to be on tour anymore. And I'm work. You got a knee brace on, Mama. You shouldn't oh. be out here two stepping. She's marking it. She needs well, to just stay and, home. And, <laughs> but Donna, you've also you're the queen of like reinventing herself. Mm -hmm. So just reinvent. What is what is the you know yes. the septuagenarian look I, like? Listen, 
my mother loves a chair aerobics. Can she do a, a do some chairography? Okay, give us back. Give us that. Give us yes. that. Give us a strut and a, you know, don't give me any choreo. I don't want to see it. Um, <laughs> said it out loud. Oops. Um, our next glow up award is for music moment of the year. So, friend, this made me think of our friendship. Do mm-hmm. you remember making me all of those CDs, those mixed CDs when uh, we were in college? Yes. Making CDs was my love language, my early foray into gift giving. I would write all the names of the artist all over the CD and like little um, marker. And I would make like a little booklet sometimes with all of the photos of the different albums and the artist. And I, was, I would try to pick songs that like made me think of our friendship. Well, and and I look, think of like my music kind of journey. And this is such a benchmark, right? Mm. Um, so class friend used to burn these CDs. We used to burn them. <laughs> Gen, Gen Z. We, used to bur- we called it burning. Making these mixed CDs. And she there would mail no them to There was no fire me. involved. No. <laughs> it was, it was uh, laptops used to have a disk drive. <laughs> um, but she would mail me these CDs with, like she said, complete like artwork table of contents. And at some point I do want to take photos of these and put them on our IG because yeah. I'm a hoarder and still have them like a time capsule. Yeah. Um, but if there were one song that that you would think I would say like is quintessential Fran that reminds me of this period, what would it be? Ooh, I would say it was probably a song by Coop. There was a song that was like, it's summer song. It was like, It was my cell phone ring for a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, um, that that is it. Spot on, spot on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, listen, music has really been such a mainstay in our friendship. So of course, we had to have an award for music moment of the year. The nominees are Tracy Chapman becoming the first Black songwriter ever to win a country music award. Now, how is it that we created country music? Really? We ain't won no awards. 35 years after the release of her hit song, Fast Car, country singer Luke Combs recorded and released a cover of the song, and the cover earned Chapman a Country Music Award for Song of the Year. Kind of ironic that a white dude had to cover it in order for her to win for her song, but I mean, we'll, we'll take I mean- it. It, I, is it ironic or is it just par for the course? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's know? the American way. <laughs> okay. You're right. Um, next up, we have Destiny's Stepchildren reunite with Destiny 2.0 at Beyonce's epic Renaissance tour. Mm. So two of the original members of Destiny's Child, Latavia Robertson and Latoya Luckett, made an appearance at Beyonce's Houston concert this fall. It was the first time since Latoya and Latavia left the group that all five of Destiny's children spent time together. Mm. My question, though, is is did she make them buy a ticket <laughs> was that a call you know what it makes me think of do you remember that clip i think it's la, la i think it's latoya and they are in the recording studio and she's like i need to leave because i, I gotta go home and get my luggage oh, for this God, flight yes. and beyonce's yes. like we can send your luggage that's the last flight out of here yes sir. you might have to go straight to the airport okay. i don't have no luggage i'm, I'm rolling but it's better for you to go home than not have luggage it's not, because where y'all coming out there? Well, it's like it's in your luggage. Because then I'm going to have to wait for four days before I get all my stuff. <laughs> well, it's either that or you're going to probably miss your flight. We have nothing against her, but we just felt like we can continue on as a trio, and that's what we're doing. Would you rather miss your flight? We can send your luggage. <laughs> 
She said, what do you what do you need to do? Because we're here doing this thing. Oh, my God. I, I got to just say as a small detour, I miss the days when we got to see Beyonce's personality because she was shady as fuck. The look on her face, she's like, we can send your luggage, girl. My, you, my okay. favorite Beyonce clip is, is Kelly being like, well, I'm the second lead singer. And Beyonce <laughs> looking at her like, you are what? <laughs> you what are- is a second lead? Oh, my God. Dead. Well, you know what? Despite all of those moments, the fact that they all came to Renaissance tells me that they all still are in community with each other. Yes. I think that's really beautiful, but they're, they're still still there to celebrate Beyonce. And Beyonce gave them shine too. They were all over Instagram together. Absolutely, in like, the movie. Yeah, exactly, like they're all still a family. So we mm. love that. Next up, Victoria Monet stepping into center stage where she has always been meant to be. She released her debut album, Jaguar 2 this year, and I am obsessed. The album has... 10 Grammy nominations. Crazy. And it is really wild to me that this is her debut album because she's been making music for a minute. She has five EPs and has been nominated for multiple Grammy Awards prior to Jaguar 2. But she is most well known as a songwriter. Mm. She has written songs for Ariana Grande. You could tell because Ariana has been cosplaying as Victoria Monet 2.0 for a large chunk of her career. <laughs> she also you better tell it. You better tell it, friend. Listen, Legit. Ariana has talent, but the shades, the the she's she's doing like a Fenty dork. Mm-hmm. There are different moments in her career where I'm like, who is that light brown woman? <laughs> Not Ariana. Uh, Victoria has also written songs for Chloe and Hallie, um, Selena Gomez. I mean, she has an incredible music resume and. Yeah. So this is a glow up for me that is very well earned. Yeah. And and for me, the nomination is really centered around the performance that she gave of her sit- hit single, All My Mama. Um, and th- it, it was on one of the late, it was on the late shows night shows. Yeah. With one of those Jimmy's or whatever. <laughs> um, but it it's the bop of 2023. It is Ugh. the actual bop. But the performance, yo, I was like, you would talk to me about Victoria Monet. And I was like, oh, I'm going to listen to it. And then you sent me this. And I was like, whoa, who is this? It's like giving choreo live vocals and body. Oh, it's a wet dream. The whole performance is a wet dream. Oh, yeah. I went to her concert. And let me tell you, something LGBTQ happened to me at that concert. <laughs> She was on that stage shimmying because if you don't know, Victoria Monet is bisexual. She has many songs about loving the ladies. She also dated Kehlani. And the whole performance, whether it be on the late night stage or at her show, it's just dripping in sensuality and body and vocals. And it's just it's bringing R&B back to its rightful place. Maybe you heard R&B it here needs- first. You heard it here first. R&B it has always been that girl, but Victoria Monet is reminding us that you have to have talent to okay. sing rhythm and blues, okay? She it's said, a full package. Just, I'm going to dust this off just to remind y'all what it's hello, about. Hello, hello. Um, our next nominee is NSYNC reuniting to record a new song teasing all of our millennial heartstrings. Uh, Jace, Justin, JC, Joey, Chris, and Lance dropped a single Better Place for the, the last or the latest animated Trolls movie. Um, Trolls band together. It's kind of a bop. I know that is we're it? all Fran hates I it. haven't heard Fran. it. <laughs> we're going to add it. We're going to add it here in the in the show. It's a, it's a little bit of a bop. I don't mind if the world spins faster. Just let me take you to a better place I'm going 
I'm I will mainly pass. JC. It's a, no, it's a no for me. It's a no for me. I, I have okay, no Randy. need to listen. <laughs> <laughs> Our final nominee is Dolly Parton performing at the Thanksgiving halftime show. Do not ask us what teams we're playing. I don't know because we don't do sports like that. We don't do sports ball. It was the Dolly Parton show as far as all of us are concerned. And can we just give Dolly some flowers for a second? She is Mm. 77 and still out here stomping around stages for our entertainment and giving us a a, a midriff and a booty short. Uh, She's looking great. She's looking great. And again, somebody else who's talked about her plastic surgery with like a with a smile and a wink, and we yep. love her for it. So thank you for for gracing the Thanksgiving halftime show. Because who was talking about the Thanksgiving halftime show before Dolly? Not I. Nor I. <laughs> and the Glow Up Award for Music Moment of the Year goes to. You know who it is, Victoria Monet. Come on. Oh, yeah. First of many awards for my queen this year. All right. So our next few awards, we're not going to do nominees. okay? because it is clear who deserves this next glow up. The award for best new podcast. The glow up clearly goes to. Let me fix it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I just think. Oh. Wow. And in the words of Snoop Dogg himself, I want to thank me. <laughs> I want to thank, thank us for believing, for believing in, me. in us and for all of this hard work. Oh, I love that he one. Did that. He did it because it's so true. And and just, you know, just to say to you, friend, the work doesn't feel like work. with mm. you, Right. And I really, really am so grateful for the podcast and what we're creating here. Um and also in the in the spirit of like giving ourselves awards, we want to recognize uh, our favorite "Let Me Fix It" tagline of the year, um, the Glow Up Award. This comes from our uh, Katy Perry episode. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a regular listener, you know how much we love to laugh on this podcast. But we had a laughing fit over me attempting you know to bravely wrap a tagline why did i do that to myself and delon just could not contain himself um and so yeah that that thus this moment was born and i'm francesca ramsey welcome back to let me fix it the podcast that says your brand's got a problem yo we'll solve this I love you. I'm sorry. I hate you. Wait, no, do it again. Do it again. Try it again. Okay, I'm going to try it again. (laughs) Your brand's got a problem. Yo, we'll solve it. This reference is so old, I'm embarrassed to involve it. Oh, good job. Wait, you killed it. You killed it. Come on. Yes, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you all day. And and, it's it's self-referential. It's aware. (laughs) I know. I knew it was bad. Well, that's what makes it funny, but like, yo, she was like, (laughs) (laughs) so the Globe Award for best Let Me Fix It tagline goes to 
ぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐぐ Sex trafficking ring. Oh my god,、uh, listen, we love an investigative podcast. Yes, give us、do. all of the details. It was、um, heartbreaking、yeah. and riveting. So, oh my god, I will definitely be checking that one out. Now, class, we know that you are going to have thoughts on this next award. So, get at us and let us know who is your pick for glow up of the year. Okay, so make sure to, to email us, let me fix it pod at gmail.com. But if you have to ask Delon and I, it goes、oh. to. Britney Spears. This year has been incredible for her. Of course, we all know her best selling memoir, The Woman in Me, which has now become the best selling memoir of all time. It has been on that New York Times bestseller list for weeks and weeks and weeks. She got to avenge herself yes,、uh, and, yes. and spill all the tea on her family and her、Oof. career and her exes, Justin Timberlake. We talk about you.、Um, right. Just, just so thankful she was able to get her power back in such an epic way. Well, and congratulations, Brittany, right? To, to ha- the woman in you being,、uh, having a voice finally, right? The、yes. memoir gives us also a glimpse inside like these really iconic Brittany moments and what it was like for her, which is how do we not know that, right?、Yeah. The VMA's performance, which is carrying that big ass. Yellow Snake. She talks about the baby one more time video. But like you said, Fran, it also talks about these tragic moments of like being in that conservatorship for 13 years and, you know, more evidence against Justin Timberlake. Like you also said, I listened to the audiobook, which、mm-hmm. is narrated by actress Michelle Williams. Michelle、yes. Williams, you guys, is the runner up for our glow up of the year because her stylization. That she uses on her voice in the narration of this book is so brilliant. There's an affectation that really feels like Britney's cadence. It's、yes. so good. Yeah, like she's not doing an imitation of Britney, but she's still like capturing her essence. And I'm just going to say it I feel like Michelle is an EGOT in the making with this. Yo,、one. yeah, she I, could I get I a、really、Grammy for this. Easy, easy. That's how Whoopi got her Grammy. I, she, she deserves it.、Um, Michelle having like this long career. Remember when she was on Dawson's Creek and they kept calling、mm. her a slut? And they were、oh、like, she's、God. fat. <laughs> Why were they calling Michelle Williams fat? Like, come From on. From Dawson's Creek to Oscar stage. Like, hello. Hello.、Um, there's also this viral moment from the book where Britney is retelling the story about her and Justin Timberlake meeting Genuine. And Justin doing a black scent. One day, Jay and I were in New York going to parts of town I'd never been to before. Walking our way was a guy with a huge blinged out medallion. He was flanked by two giant security guards. Jay got all excited and said so loud, Oh yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz, genuine, what's up, homie? After genuine walked away, Felicia did an impression of Jay. Oh yeah, faux shiz, faux shiz, genuine. She wasn't even embarrassed. She is such a good actress, right? Like, she does 
all of these different voices throughout so seamlessly. It's Brittany imitating Justin and the and the accent, but it's also the assistant Felicia in imitating Justin. It's just there's like layers to this uh, dramatization. There's something like so simple about the way she reads it, and I don't mean simple in a bad way. Just like very brass tacks. Like this, this is like this is the story that we're telling, and yeah. it's not it's uncomplicated and straightforward. That I think also like is very accessible to me um because you kind of we kind of know the story so just to tell it like it is feels really really accessible it's a good word for it yeah and it, it's it's stripped down it's raw it's really straightforward she did an incredible job we have a few more honorable mentions for glow up of the year victoria monet yet again she's hot i'm thirsty Goddamn, <laughs> she is the moment okay um, also, Tayana Taylor, who we've mentioned a number of times on this podcast, after so many setbacks in her music career, she has fully rebranded as a musical creative director and as an actress. She's even got some Oscar buzz and some Except new for nominations her. for this film that she's in, A uh, Thousand and One. She uh, also is related to our final honorable mention, Divorcees. Had a glow up this year. So many celebs announcing that they are getting divorced. And as someone that got divorced in 2019, I kind of feel like a trendsetter. I did it. I did it first. I, I remember 2019. I knew seven people that got divorces and I was like, oh, it is on and popping. There are, were so many. Tayana Taylor, Jenny May and Jeezy, uh, Ariana Grande, Hugh Jackman, Sorry, Billy Port. I don't know who this Jenny May and Jesse Jesse. Oh, Jesse? you know who Jenny May is? She was uh, on that talk show, The Real. Oh, she was okay, the Asian yeah, girl, yeah, yeah. and she was yep. dating. Uh, she's dating this uh, rapper, and uh, she always was saying some like fetishy stuff about black men. She was always like, "I like dark meat." So that was one of those Ooh, divorces where everyone was like, mm, "Didn't mm, you know?" Shock. A lot of people like didn't really seem to feel sorry for her, but I will admit. Divorce is tough. Even if I don't fuck with you, divorce is Absolutely. tough no matter what. Um, Billy Porter and Adam Smith, love is love. Divorce is also divorce. It is um, true. Britney Spears and that sketchy dude, Sam, whatever his Yo, name listen, is. listen, Sam, though, Sam's cute. Sorry <laughs> about it. Sorry, y'all. Sam is sexy. Turn the thirst off. You were just singing Britney's praises. And now you thirsted after her soon to be ex husband? I'm in the, I'm perpetually in the desert, friend. I'm perpetually. <laughs> Parch. Okay, we also had Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas, uh, Jody Turner and Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Mm. Everybody was getting divorced this year. Again, it's tough, but divorce is a glow up. No matter what side you fall on, you get out of the thing, you move on to greener pastures. So divorcees this year, y'all had a moment. Yeah, and I'm listen, I'm sending wind behind y'all sales. Step into your own. I hope you find yourselves in this new era, everyone. Um, one of the other awards we really wanted to highlight is the cultural, a cultural concept of the year. This award goes to an idea that that got an unfair bad rap in, in the years past, but in 2023 uh, has a whole new light shining on it. And our glow up this year for concept of the year goes to organized labor. There were so many labor unions. We've talked about this on the pod before. There were so many labor unions that went on strike this year. Obviously, Fran and I are, <laughs> know a couple of them. The Writers Guild, the Screen Actors. Uh, but also, there were multiple nurse organizations. Kaiser Permanente. They were. I think they still might be dealing with the strike. Um, the UPS workers narrowly avoided a strike. 
But I think the United Auto Workers is kind of like the biggest highlight because they got some monumental, historic uh, um, concessions from from yeah. the big auto workers, uh, big auto companies. Um, I so- would also add the LA Teachers Union. They oh. also secured a ginormous salary bump after going on strike for a, a few years. And so it's really cool to see unions, which... In the past, like there were always like, don't join the union. Unions are bad. There was all of this, um, you know, negativity around it, which makes you think, why was that? They really didn't well, want us say, to talk to each other, huh? I would say it's propaganda. Right? Oh, it, absolutely. So normally this is the place in our show where we offer our fixes. But in lieu of the fix this episode, we are going to close out our inaugural award show with our personal glow ups for 2023. But before we do that, let's take a quick break. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And we are back. So uh, I guess I'm going to go first with my personal glow up of the year goes to Francesca 4.0. Um, I have turned 40 and this whole year leading up to my 40th birthday, I felt like I was really turning into the best version of me, which is why I started saying Francesca 4.0, like I was getting this this uh, metaphorical upgrade. I feel the smartest, the funniest, the sexiest, the most at home in my personhood and my body. And despite all of the turmoil in like Hollywood and and this year with the strikes, I feel really secure in my career. I don't know what's Mm. about to happen, but it feels like something is on the horizon and it just feels really incredible. Well, listen, congratulations on that. I, I, I hear you. I've also been bear, bearing witness to it. Um, and that's, it's so exciting. And, uh, dare I say comforting, right? Comforting is yeah. a great word to be like, oh, here it is. Deep breath, you know? Um, and to the career thing, I just feel like there's something in the air. There's like a renaissance happening. Yes, and I've, a renaissance. A renaissance. <laughs> I really do feel like it's happening all around us. You know, yeah. I have m- multiple friends doing projects and I'm like, that's super exciting. Um, so there's something in the air. Ride that wave. You know, st- let that thing come into the solar plexus and really let it sit there and embrace it. Thank um, you. My globe, personal globe is very similar. I've, I've just been embracing so much more of myself this year. I feel more self-actualized, if mm. I could put, you know, a term on it. Self-actualization comes from the psychological theory that um, on human development, right, which says that uh, you, you've 
realize the the fullest fulfillment of your talent and and potentialities, right? So I'm just stepping into so much more of me. In my 20s, I felt like I was like learning how to adult and survive in capitalism. And then my 30s were like just forming my worldview, you know, making that clear. And in my 40s, I'm just like being comfortable with what's happening like you said i'm in my skin i have a little bit um i'm taking space for myself you know i'm a people pleaser and um that's really starting to diminish and i'm like well you know this is a a good good testament is my phone i'm like you know what delon you can get back to when you get back to it oh yes it'll be there i love that for you it has been really beautiful seeing it happen because every time you're like no i'm not gonna do that i'm always in the back going like hell yeah say no say no turn that (laughs) thing down uh because i know that that's been a struggle for you and and again you deserve it you deserve comfort and joy and ease ease is my word for four t just i'm chilling like, I'm not trying to be begging anybody to hang out with me, to hire me, to date me, to spend time with me. Like, ease, ease, ease for all of the things. So I love that you and I have such similar glow ups for 2023. I'm telling you, I think this is just this is this is what 40, this is what the 40s look like. Hey. <laughs> Well, that is our show, and we know that you have opinions on this episode, our very first Glow Up Awards. What glow ups did we miss? And if you are wondering, why didn't we give Renaissance the musical glow up of the year? It's because you can't glow up if you stay up. Hello, Beyonce. Beyonce ain't never been in a place to glow up, okay? Wait a second. Maybe that's a new segment, the stay up, okay? Uh, Up. people who stayed up and didn't have to glow up. Well, you know what they say. If you stay up, you ain't got to get up, okay? <laughs> who stayed up? Oh, just, there's so many people who stayed up. Maybe you have thoughts. Send us an email and let us know who has stayed up. Who would you give a glow up award to at lemmefixitpod at gmail.com or maybe you would like to suggest a musician, an actor, a brand, or a whole concept that we should fix in a future episode. Hit us up on Instagram at fixitpod. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to give us a rating on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I am Delon. And I'm Francesca. And this was Let Me Fix It! it. Cue strings. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.